In this episode of the Explore Information Security Podcast, what's ahead for the Explore Information Security Podcast in 2018? Welcome to the Explore Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we'll be exploring what's ahead for the IS podcast. In this podcast, I want to talk about like what's ahead for the podcast, and we're going to do that by actually looking back at what was in 2017. So uh, I guess really to get started with that is, is that I saw a lot of listener growth. Uh, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to share the, the metrics. I don't mind sharing them, but I also, it's not something I pay attention to. It's, it's, you know, the, the podcast is just an outlet for me to contribute and give back to the community and, you know, also have some great conversations with people. So I, I just really enjoy doing it myself. Um, I have a media arts degree from the University of South Carolina. I did that while working full time in IT because I was, I had the GI Bill and I was like, well, there's not a lot of night classes for IT. I'm already working in it. So let's go back and do something fun. And so, you know, that's really helped me do a lot of that kind of stuff. And it's, it's something I, I get a little of enjoyment out of. So I don't pay attention to the numbers a whole lot. I don't, I don't really care all that much. If, if you listen, you listen. If, if you don't, it's not, it's not that big of a deal for me. But, um, you know, I, I have seen quite a bit of growth, impressive, really. Um, the problem with statistics in general, as far as podcasting goes, is that there's not really a good metric to tell you how big your audience really is. I mean, you can go by downloads and go by listens, but, you know, people download and, and never get to it or, you know, it's just, it's, there's not really anything solid out there. And because I host the podcast on my own website, which is via Squarespace, I don't have a lot of metrics to really go by. The one I do have is RSS subscribers. So if anything, I can see a pretty clear gain in the number of RSS subscribers and, you know, that they define that metric as calculated using a combination of analyzing unique IP addresses, accessing your RSS feed, as well as information gathered from feed readers that are acting as proxies for multiple subscribers. So, and if you do a search for the podcast, I, 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 I've put the podcast in iTunes. I haven't gone and, and and put it anywhere else, but it shows up in other places. People just grab it and add it as part of their feed. They're not really supposed to be doing that, but I, you know, if, if it gets the message out there a little bit more, whatever. Uh, so, you know, I have saw some growth. I saw some pretty significant growth in October. Um, if you're looking, if we're going to look at this in, in about February 2017, so early 2017, I was between 10K and 15K subscribers. This is monthly based too. So because the podcast is the way it is, which is it's supposed to be timeless content, I see a lot of activity just up and down across the board. Um, and, and I've just seen a steady growth throughout the year. It jumped at the end of September to October. I think that was also around the time that the podcast got in a couple uh, feeds. And, and sometimes I see spikes when I have particular guests on and they promote it. So I've, I've had some, I, I kind of peaked over 30K in October per month. Uh, so, you know, what that actually means, I don't know. Do I, th I, I don't have 30,000 listeners. I know that there's no way <laughs> I have that many listeners. Maybe it's definitely in the thousands, but it's, 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 it's under 10,000 and maybe under 5,000, which is still a pretty significant fan is, is listenership. I don't want to say fan base, but listenership. And again, I have, I, I know I have people who listen for particular episodes because sometimes the content that they want 
doesn't have it. So even then, you're probably talking about an even smaller listenership that actually listen to it from week to week to try and try and you know enjoy the podcast. So I I am getting more feedback on iTunes, which is great, and I love to see. I, I am always trying to. I like taking in feedback so I can try to make it better and and understand what people are liking and and what you know what they maybe don't like. So, I uh, have seen some pretty significant growth and that has actually led into some companies and PR firms reaching out to me pitching me guests. I feel like I have an obligation to the listenership and an audience of the podcast to make sure that they're they're good guests and they're also topics that I am interested in. And that's kind of how I pick topics is if, if I go to a conference talk or I read a blog post or see something on Twitter of someone talking about something that I'm like, oh, I kind of want to dive more into that. That's that's kind of how I pick guests. I have a I also have a long list of ideas that I go through and just, you know, go from the top of the list down and try to see if uh, I can get guests on. Sometimes I can get guests on, sometimes I can't. So, you know, I, I'd love to take listener feedback as far as that goes, and I always will, but I may not pick up on it because sometimes it's hard to find a guest, and other times I just, I don't have, to, I don't have as much interest in the topic as, as someone else might. All right, and so back to the companies and PR firms. I, I have seen them more reaching out more, and I've had had some on, and I've told a couple no. Uh, so, and I have, uh, I think I have one that I'm trying to get scheduled right now. So, you know, hopefully that brings something. If, if, if it doesn't, I mean, if you listen to it and you're like, kind of like Tim, come on, you're kind of selling out a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and, and let me know. Uh, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. And again, I'm trying to be fair to the audience and, and I want it to be a good, good, good interview. And I want you to be able to take something away from it. So. With that said, I kind of want to jump ahead into 2018 and talk about advertising or sponsoring. Is, is, is that something people are into? Because I'm getting closer and closer to something like that. I haven't really thought of a model or figured out what I want to do with it. I, I did have the Patreon page at one point. I've, I've thought about if it gets to a point where someone wants to actually sponsor me, giving the audience an opportunity to you know reach a goal on like Kickstarter or GoFundMe or something. And before I do like sponsorships or advertisements, you know, give the audience some control over, you know, whether or not they want ads in their podcast. Cause I know that a lot of, um, podcasts that I listen to, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not the end of the world, but it is a little annoying when they break for a sponsor or, you know, I've got to listen through some of that at the end. So I've kept this, you know, it's a, it's a, it does cost me a little bit of money. It's not a whole lot of money though. So I am more than willing to keep paying for it. But if I, you know, if this is something that starts becoming another source of income, I do have to look at that as a uh, potential avenue for, for me you know, making some money off of this podcast, but I would like to give the audience some control over what, whether or not we do and kind of like do a fundraiser once a year. And, you know, if we can hit the, the goal, um, then, you know, we'll go advertiser free for the entire year. And, you know, maybe something like that. I think, I feel like that's a, that's a fair thing. If you have another idea, if you don't mind me getting sponsors and advertisers, that's great. I just, I see that as something that could come down the road in 2018, especially as I start having more companies and, and PR firms uh, pitching guests to me. And maybe I spin off something separate from that. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, another thing that happened in 2017 was we had the new episode format where we went to conferences. It's a longer episode. It's a lot more kind of just ad hoc 
and kind of more raw, which I've gotten some great feedback from people that, that say that they actually like that, uh, particularly people getting into the field. They like hearing some of these, some, some security professionals and seeing how they talk and, you know, just kind of making them more realistic versus, you know, you see them on Twitter, you see them at, at conferences, you see them speaking or, you know, whatever else. And you kind of see how down to earth they really are and how maybe approachable they are, which is, which is really awesome to hear. Um, I have a couple new formats in the works, potentially a submitting like a panel to conferences that we record at a conference and then that'll get released on the, uh, on the podcast. Um, you know, I've also thought about having a regular co-host to do like a separate episode to just kind of talk about stuff. I don't know. I try, I try to mix up the guests, but as you can see, I, I have people on regularly because one, I follow them on Twitter and two, they, they have a lot of great things to say and I always like amplifying that kind of stuff. So that's kind of, you know, 2017 in a nutshell, it was a good year. I didn't have to take a break like I did in 2016, um, which was good. I, I got... I got everything kind of handled, even though despite moving into like a new house and everything. So I was able to get ahead of, ahead of, uh, and that's usually what I do is, is I usually record a batch and then I'm scheduled out, uh, anywhere from three to five weeks ahead of time. So that's, that's always easy, especially when you have big, big, uh, big events in your life or the holidays coming up and you know, it's really, it's kind of hard to get guests when it's, you know, Christmas week and stuff. So, um, as far as also looking ahead, I have to look at doing a archive feed for older episodes. So Squarespace, I'm going to email them at some point, email support and ask them if there's any way to easily transfer over older episodes. So if you'll look at iTunes, it's a limit of 100 episodes. I am at well over 100 at this point. And so I'd like to make those available because, again, those are kind of timeless and you know that's typically what a lot of podcasters do is is iTunes actually has a limit of 300 but um, Squarespace only does 100 at a time for whatever reason i have to either figure out how to make a separate archive feed for that or i have to like get a libsum account or 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 something along those lines to um, be able to archive them. And then I got to figure out how I'm going to transfer old episodes over to new ones, which is going to be a little bit of work. It's not something I actually thought I'd have to deal with like right at this moment, but you know, we're, we're at where we're at. And then those like 20 episodes, 20 older episodes right now are just the 21st episodes are not available, which I am disappointed. They are available on the website. So you can always go to the website if you ever want to listen to those, but I, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with that. Um, and of course, as always, any feedback, feedback on any of this uh, is great feedback on the show. Um, like I said, I, I've gotten a couple more iTunes and the latest one on iTunes, um, which, by the way, thank you to anybody that has done taking the time. And even if they just hit four or five stars or if they actually wrote something up, thank you for for doing that. That's that's really appreciative. It's, it gets the podcast, because it gets rated, it gets out there a little bit more and also shows me that I'm on I'm doing things the right way, which is which is always nice to see. I don't, you know, I haven't had any bad comments yet. Uh, I imagine at some point they will come and, you know, having more, pe- a lot of people saying they like the show and are very appreciative of it is, is always good to lean on because it's really hard to, you know, get 99 positive reviews and then you'll always focus in on the one. And that's, that's just, that's just how, you know, a lot of podcasters are. But I like to try and focus on, on the good stuff. And I'm, I, I feel like I have enough, uh, enough in the 
I don't know if I want to say love tank, but in the positive tank to, <laughs> to, to knock out the, the negative side. So, um, and, and I always take negative feedback as, as either with a grain of salt, but if it's constructive, I love that kind of stuff. Cause it's, it's like, I, I can grow from this and get even better. So the, again, any ideas for new formats um, is great. Anything, any kind of feedback, guys. That's that's really what it is. So I, I know this is a short one, but I wanted to kind of get this in. I know everybody's kind of doing this, but I, in, in full disclosure, <laughs> I'm uh, heading to a conference and I don't want to have to like put something together right away as I get back. So I've, I've gone ahead and recorded a cell phone, which is a little bit easier than trying to get a guest on. Um, but you know, there, uh, there is one in the hopper and I've got more people I'm scheduling to, to come on and talk about different, um, information security topics. Oh, I guess one other thing I, I am very interested in hearing feedback on is, is if you want more news, uh, timely topic. So like, as I'm recording this, this past week, Meltdown and Spectra came out. Do, do I need to go find someone? Do I need to hop on myself and kind of talk about it? I, I've thought about putting a blog post together, but I feel like a lot of people are doing that. So I feel like that's something that, that I might start doing more of is trying to get some more timely stuff that's happening in the news. Maybe it doesn't get released that week or immediately. Maybe it does. I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of have to see how all that goes, but, um, would love to hear some feedback if people want some more timely stuff and, and maybe it's timely and then it turns timeless because it's a good documentation of people's, uh, reactions at that time of vulnerability or whatever, whatever news item there is. Um, okay. So that's pretty much it. Again, had a great 2017. I'm looking forward to 2018 and I'm always trying out new things and, uh, very appreciative of the listenership that I have. You guys are awesome. You guys are great. And I hope you guys have a excellent 2018 and that will do it. Hopefully you learned something. Feedback is welcome at timothy.dblock at gmail.com or on Twitter at timothydblock. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash EIS. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. Have a good one. <laughs>